Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Hello. Good day to you. It clearly is daytime Wait. because look at the, <laughs> look how summery you look. Look at that. Well, it's, it is, you know, I've got, this is the, uh, you know, going on a picnic shirt. I mean, you're wearing pink for crying out loud. Look at you, mm, metrosexual. It's 2023, you can wear whatever you want these days. The, is, um, that, that's, is that still a thing, metrosexual? Can I still say that? Yeah, like in the same way that if anyone says anything, you can go, what's up? Like a Budweiser advert. That's exactly <laughs> the modern reference that one should be using. I'm I'm over 50 now, so my references have had to stop. I can't gain new references. What's up, you metrosexual? That's really right on. Um, no, I'm wearing pink because I now have a tan. So, oh, yeah, you can get away. Got a bit that, of a tan. Let me show you the tan. That's nice. Yeah. Look at that, that uh, wrist. Oh my god! But that don't show the underside of the wrist. <laughs> it's quite bright. white. Look at that. That's showing off the white balance. This is how I set up my camera using that bit. It's, I've only got a tan on the outside because I only get a tan when I go for a run. And, you know, I don't run right. like this when I'm going down the street. Some people run like this. What? Why? That's, that's, try it. that's not how I run. It's how I sure. fight. You're, elbow first, like you're trying to connect during COVID. I, I, I've been trying. So, right, this is an embarrassing thing. Thankfully, very few people watch this, but I'll tell you. Um, I've been doing more running, like we mentioned a while ago. It's good for my mental health and stuff. And I've really doubled down on the being an arsehole about it because I've been running every day and every other day listening to motivational podcasts while I do it. Oh, God. But I do find it turns you into a Tom Cruise runner. Like you end up running with your hands like that because you're just trying to get in. Yeah. Yeah. Have you driven a motorcycle off any cliffs lately? Not yet, but I've not listened to like week three of the podcast yet. So, have you joined a cult? Mm, yeah. Alleged cult. I definitely did, actually. Careful. Honestly, yesterday I joined what seemed like a cult. I took my son to a music group in one of the community centers, and it was the first time I'd been there. And mm. we sat down, and he sat on my lap. And then the woman starts singing, and everyone knows the words. I'm like, hello, and welcome to the music train. We are here to... I'm like, how are you chanting? This is the closest to a cult I've ever been. And I thought, okay, they know all the, the words, because they must have done mm. this for weeks. And then there's a bit when she covers previous week's topics on a little chart. And I was there on week five. In four weeks, she had indoctrinated all of these women to be like, the, we are here to learn music. It is good. Clap, clap, clap. I didn't realise that they get them young, don't they? Were you the only dad? Of course, I was the only dad. Yeah. God. The only source that. of I testosterone. Had... They loved it. I had to go to a music group with my kids, and I, they did not trust me. Those mums. Oh, really? Never. You'd think sometimes you'd be like, "Oh, the dad that flirts a little." But to be fair, I was really not enjoying being there, so maybe I wasn't very friendly. But they were. They were. They had. They had coffee and tea and things afterwards, and I just left. Really? It was a low point. The parenthood. Oh, I did get, so I got offered a drink. They did try and be inclusive, but you know, I'm like, I was like, no, I'm here for him to meet people, not me. Um, one thing to bring a little attention to the show where we talk about the news, solve the world's problems, as we have done for, for much time now, and the world is doing much, much better. Um, I, I, I just saw, I haven't seen Mission Impossible yet. I don't know if it's out. Is it out? I don't know if it's out. I it could be out. I could probably download it, it, even if it's not. It might not be out. It's the same. But I did see Indiana Jones and the excitement and the tension that's there, you know, that sort of dun, dun, dun. so I thought we could bring a little bit of that drama today. So today, as we record the show, right, or it's live, whatever, yep. I have a delivery that's six stops away. 
when that delivery comes, the dog will bark. Can we, in this mission, should we choose to accept, I'm not going back to Mission Impossible, get the show recorded before the delivery arrives? Six stops. He's at the end of the road. I can see him. He's got the little Amazon. That is, that so, is tricky. That is tricky. I get annoyed by the fact that they ring the doorbell and I think someone's there and then I go and open the door and there's no one there. It's like they literally do the knock-a-door run thing, don't they? Well, this particular delivery is going to solve that problem for me because we're getting a ring doorbell. It's the worst title for anything I've ever heard. Because... <laughs> The idea of, you know, you don't want the word ring associated to it. There were, do you know the company linked to it had some trouble with the workers spying on people? Well, I hope they did. That's mm. what I'm going to be putting on a show. At least someone's watching. Um, because there was a news story about the workers at Ring Doorbell, like two of them were sacked or something, for spying on people in their bathrooms. And I thought the, the biggest question is, who has a doorbell in the bathroom? Does Ding Dong want to come out? What's... Some people, you know what, whatever you do in, in your own home, that's up to you. Go for it. Yeah. can have a different hole in the bathroom door. Yeah, that's why it's called a ring doorbell. Six stops. Okay, so. <laughs> Let's crack on. We've got some big news. We don't really talk about the Ukrainian war because it is hilarious. Mm. Um, but this was an interesting story that caught my eye as I thought uh, war is bad except when it's maybe a little bit good, mm. uh, which we can see here. Uh, Ukrainian helicopter crews say women flash them as they fly overhead to boost their morale fighting Russia. I mean, is that okay in 2023? I think the bigger question is why did it not happen during the Second World War? That's a, <laughs> an interesting one. Really, no helicopters, Steve. No, but we, we had aerial superiority. Spitfires. Yeah. Yeah, but then way up there you can't you can't do a booby flash you do whatever you can at ten thousand feet you do whatever you can this is why when we were clapping for the nurses i wasn't <laughs> whatever the end of that joke is that involves my, my business you know. <laughs> well to be fair during world war ii in england there were so many american troops like my grandfather the ladies were busy yeah so when the planes were going ahead they were flashing their boobies but not at the planes Disgraceful. My grandpa had a girlfriend here. Oh, really? Yeah. God, I hope we're not related. Um, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I think it's nice. I mean, I just, you know, you got to make sure, A, if you're doing that, it's got to be the right helicopter because you don't want to flash the Russians. Mm. Um, that, you know, that gives, that's given away state secrets. Yep. <laughs> but actually what they have to be careful of is the fact that, you know, it's, it's, it's not just men that are fighting wars anymore the women are also getting involved beyond boosting morale mm. we can say with comic solving problems we have exclusive footage of newly released armory that has been put into the battlefield right here look mm. at that how to do it so that plane that just crashed in the whatever <laughs> sea is near russia yeah that was it do we not think the bigger worry uh, I mean, to to address the gender issue, firstly, everyone loves How boobs. Big? Everyone loves boobs. Okay. That's just a, a thing, isn't it? Um, and also, I'm sure that we, should, we could arrange it so that, you know, for female helicopter pilots, someone could uh, flash the dink. Everyone yeah. loves everyone loves dink. Definitely. That's probably not true. 
Um, no, true. The but the bigger worry is like this all it's all fun and games, isn't it? Thinking I know what I'll do to support the war effort. Um, whenever someone goes overhead, I'll be like, there you go. Until that means that helicopter then crashes straight into something because the guy flying has been like, yeah. and then all of a sudden you have to stop doing it. It is a risk. If anything, they should be flashing the Russian ones when they're right next you to know, the mountain. That's true. That's true. But um, do you remember the movie Blue? Is it Blue Thunder? Oh God! This yeah. is a nineteen eighties movie. The one that's it, the, they it's had not the quite helicopter. Yeah, not quite Nighthawk. No, Nighthawk was the bike. Not quite Airwolf. Blue Thunder was yeah. the 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 Betamax version. The Roy Schneider movie and the the pinnacle scene at the end. Do you remember? No. They because fl- it's a silent helicopter. That's all things. The super armored, intensive helicopter that can battle the, the gangs of L.A. But they use it to silently fly outside this woman's window and peer and and <laughs> spy on her while she takes a bath. The war effort, yeah, that makes yeah makes a lot of sense. And in the nineteen eighties, eighty three, that was perfectly acceptable. I love the idea and that it, that the sound was the only thing to worry about. That someone looks out the window, sees a, a massive helicopter, but yeah, only the sound would tip yeah. off. And so it the, made sort of a shh sound. <laughs> the wind, like everything being blown around. But no, the only thing that, that you would notice would be the sound of a helicopter. If you can't hear one, it's not really there. Yeah. But, um, yeah, when I was 13 years old, I loved that movie. Yeah. Well, yeah if Two scenes in particular. The beginning scene where they did it. And then at the end, after they'd fought all the battles, they went back to the woman. <laughs> How long was she bathing for? That's ridiculous. She bathed a lot. She must have been mainly wrinkly. By the you know when you go all like wrinkly fingered. Is that what they were looking at? Some people are into weird. I stuff. mean, that was in 1983, so she is now. Very true. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a story about John Collins in the paper the other day where she said Hollywood parties are nowhere near as raunchy as they used to be, and I did think you're 90 now, so probably that's because people don't want to, you know. Um, so that might be it. Just bearing that in mind. Blue Thunder there sounds like it's a, an energy drink, doesn't it? It was, I mean, that particular part of the film you may not like, but it has 78% on Rotten Tomatoes. And uh, But we better move on because we are... That's true. How many stops away? Well, we're holding at six stops, so... We've what is he doing around at that address? He's having a long drop off there, isn't he? He's Yeah, there's some complication, but he's very close. It's the modern-day version of uh, Ernie, the fastest milkman in the West. Um, so the problem I'm going to solve is global warming. Oh, good. I've heard yeah. of it. Um, because the front pages of the newspapers today, let's go with the mirror, uh, a child is carried from their blazing home as inferno temperatures sweep across Europe. This is the terrifying reality of today's climate crisis burning up. Uh, I think you mean he's nearly burning to death because of weather. <laughs> Um, which tends to be the main defence against climate change, isn't it? Just go, well, mm. what, it's hot in July. <laughs> Front page of the eye. 47 degrees Celsius in Europe as med faces new reality. <laughs> what, that it's hot? <laughs> yeah, but 47 degrees is like a, it's a record-breaking temperature. There's always been a record temperature. Like, there's always been a hottest day of the year forever. So, like... <laughs> Some of the other um, news stories to do with weather. I'm just really going for the good counter arguments. I'm slightly straw manning it, but you can't straw man it. Not in this weather. It'll go up like an yeah. absolute tinderbox. Um, Earth sets its hottest day, uh, day record for third time in a week. 
I mean, it would, wouldn't it? Because it's a hot week. I mean, that's always mm. happened. So well, I don't even know why we're upset about climate change. And people go on about man-made climate change. What, because they're all mm. woke hipsters who prefer handmade artisanal climate change? <laughs> um, so there's an, in- there's an interesting one. Look at this. Katie Price has declared that she gets hotter every day. So <laughs> I don't know how that somehow would add into it. But something is happening. Is there, she man-made? She's definitely made. She's definitely mainly man-made, and she is getting hotter every day, which means maybe she's the cause of it. I don't know, um, but it's got a serious side to it. The last year's heat wave in in Europe, um, twenty twenty two, caused nearly sixty two thousand deaths just in that period. In most countries, women's died at higher rates, but they are already hotter than we are, as we learned from the Ukraine story. Um, but how bad are temperatures in comparison to the past? That we had a, had a kind of an argument with someone on on email who was saying you can't compare it to 1976 because where they put the weather stations was different back then, and now they've moved the weather sensors to warmer places, like near the side of roads rather than wherever they used to be. You know, everything was all fields back then in the 70s. And even if that's true, this story compares it to if you look not on the main headline, which is World Experience's hottest week, but down the bottom, global temperatures for 120,000 years. That's quite a while, isn't it? I mean, do they tell us how many humans died 120,000 years ago? No, they don't, because... (laughs) Um, There are so many of these good arguments about climate change. One is, and you may have seen this on social media, people tweet the picture of the weather forecast from the old days Mm. that had hotter temperatures than these days with the red. And I'm not sure if this is the full counter-argument, but I just want to say, back then, wasn't it because people didn't have the ability to swap the background graphics as as much as you can now. Like, now you can literally animate the arse off anything. Whereas back then, the green wasn't... Look at it. The green wasn't representing temperature. It was representing land. And now you can actually see where the the temperature, instead of just having a vague number near it, the colour system is better because it tells you the areas that that temperature would be in. But because you find the old picture of like it used to be, mm-hmm. they're trying to say oh, they're just adding red to it to make us. I mean, it's always been hot. Look, it used to be hot back then. Yeah. <laughs> um, then there's some other arguments. Let's have a look. I can't even remember which one this is. This oh, this is the one where people say actually carbon dioxide is good for us. We used to have much higher levels. We did <laughs> during the period before mammals were around. So that's true. Plants yeah. love it, and that genuinely is an argument I've seen online. Carbon dioxide is good for plants. It's plant food. Yeah, but just because something is good doesn't mean having more of it is better because oxygen, I'm a big fan. It's 21% of the atmosphere. I use it almost Mm. every day. But if you get too much, you get oxygen toxicity. Literally too much oxygen would kill humans. So having more and more carbon dioxide you think is good for plants. But there's a video that's been doing the rounds on Twitter. and I want to go through some of it because, you know me, nerdy scientist, this one wound me right up. It's in America, of course it is. Here's the start of the TikTok video. Thank you, Mr. Chairman. Panelists, let me just go right down the vine real fast. What percent of our atmosphere is CO2? Now, the annoying thing about that is the caption told us right at the start, say, spoiler alert, the whole video, half of it is him making people guess what percentage it is. Uh, But we already know it's 0.04. But uh, here's a bit where some guessing happens. Wild guess, it's okay. Good guess. I'll bite 5%. Five. I think that might be bad subtitling. I don't think he said, I'll abide 5%, unless that is some deep Texan kind of, wow, I do declare, I will abide 5%. Um, 
I think he was saying, I'll buy 5%. I think he thinks it's a quiz show. But, and it's annoying, isn't it? Because he's making people guess 8%, 5%, and he's just sitting there like a smug dude in a pub who knows the answer to something. Uh, do you want to guess how much yeah. it is? I don't know. So eventually. The answer is 0.04%. Yeah. Not 1%, not uh-huh. half of a percent. It's 0.04%. And it's gone up from 0.03 over the last couple of decades. This is what we're being all contorted into doing is this tiny change in CO2. Okay. The tiny change in CO2, and CO2 is 0.4%. Mm-hmm. Eric, do you know how much of our atmosphere can contribute to global, the greenhouse effect? Not global warming, actually. Not even bad stuff. You know, the fact that this planet should be colder if it weren't for our atmosphere keeping a bit of heat in. The good yep. uh, greenhouse effect. Do you know how much percentage of our atmosphere can even contribute towards that? I mean, I know the answer. I'm just being a dick like this guy. 50%. Mm, 50%. Uh, anyone else want to guess? There's no one else here. How do I draw this ask out longer? The dog. Eric? I'll ask the dog. What does he think? No, it's close. close. He said 16%. Ah, closer than, closer than your guess. Um, it's 1%. Of all of the atmosphere, close. and here's where we here's where we get the science. I've made some uh, things. Most of our atmosphere, like seventy two percent, is nitrogen. Here's nitrogen. Nitrogen is two nitrogens triple bonded together, so the electrons hang out in the middle, and this is a symmetrical molecule down the middle. Right? Can't interact with photons. There's no dipole. Mm-hmm. No dipole moment. Okay. This it's not boobies. It's oxygen. Uh, double bonded oxygen. The lo- electrons would be. In the- I mean, if if a Ukrainian helicopter goes past, I will show them this. But there's <laughs> the electrons will be in the middle. There's no dipole moment. That can't. It doesn't matter what it does. It can't interact with a photon. Carbon dioxide. Now, oxygen can hold on to the electrons better than carbon. That's why they're nearer the oxygens. But it's symmetrical about the middle. There's no dipole moment here. Are you telling me that carbon dioxide can actually have a dipole moment and interact with photons? Yeah, because when it gets warm, it wiggles. One of the wiggles would be the carbon can get higher than the oxygens. And then the Mm. electrons are down here. Lack of electrons up here, you get a dipole moment in this direction. So the weird thing about carbon dioxide is the hotter it gets, the better a greenhouse gas it is. So as it gets hotter, it makes things warm up even more. Water does it as well. Don't get me wrong. There's a dipole moment on H2O. So out of all of the atmosphere, there's only 1% that could give us greenhouse effect. So the idea that right. 0.04 is incredibly small, it's 0.04 of the 100, but it's 4% of the gases that we're looking at. And that thing where he said it used to be 0.03, now it's 0.04, we're talking about a tiny change. No, 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 it's, it's a 33% increase. It's no, that's just maths. But of a tiny number. It's yeah. a 33% increase of a tiny number. No, it's not. It's like, like I tell my wife. The, the it's a it's a thirty three percent increase of quite a large number unless you divide it by all of the atmosphere, which includes ninety nine percent that can't interact with photons. Hmm? Is that is that the photons that make the torpedoes? No, no. Well, yes, probably the it's <laughs> <laughs> these photons coming from from the sun, and they excite the uh, the molecule because of the dipole and it spins around more. Just spins around, but it knocks into other molecules, and that's what gives us uh, heat. It just the I mean, you're, you're using a lot of fancy words and things and numbers and stuff that no one can independently verify, and no one can measure. No one, no one could work out that 0.03 to 0.04 is a 33 percent increase. That, 
that is your allegation and your opinion. Whereas I can look outside and it's cold in Britain right now. Mm. It's cold weather. So obviously all this stuff is overbaked. Literally, my, if you're in my favorite denial of climate change is when it snows in winter. And I thought they said it was getting hotter. Brilliant. It's oh. the sound. <laughs> yeah. I like the discussion I saw recently on television where someone was saying this July is the hottest July ever. And somebody said, well, I'd like to see a July compared to like a December. Yep. And somebody was saying, well, if it's the hottest July ever, that means July is usually the hottest month. So that means it is hotter than all the months ever. But it's the person made the point that it's not a like for like comparison with December. Yep. That was a really logical argument. Mm. It was a beautiful piece of television, that. I wish I could have uh, enjoyed it myself. <laughs> I would imagine you didn't. Um, right. I've got three stops, Steve. We're so close. Well, I'm done. Okay. I've, I've solved I mean, everyone's problem with climate change. Well, that update skipped from six. Oh, God, he's so close. He's near the chip shop now. He'll be um, there for a while. <laughs> so, final story. Very exciting news. Uh, we Just give us the headline right there. There it is. Donald Trump has been given a target letter for his next indictment. So what happens is the Department of Justice sends you a letter to say, hi, we were thinking about indicting you. Um, and uh, if you wanna come in and testify to the grand jury, which is the, the group that makes the decision on whether to indict um, and to you know basically charge you for a crime and have you arrested for it, um, they say to the person who's who's gonna be charged, this is your last chance. And then Donald Trump was offered that chance before the Mar-a-Lago charge with the documents. He declined um, because usually if you are guilty, you decline. But I mean, you don't want to, you don't have to incriminate yourself. That's, that's fine. Um, but he is, so he's been given the target letter. So we expect possibly by the time that this goes out, but definitely the legal experts are saying with the next four or five days, Donald Trump will be indicted again. So that's my little indictment song. You know, this is over January 6th, where basically he coerced an insurrection out of a bunch of really thick people. I, I think that's the tech. I mean, there's no other way to say it. I mean, the whole, well, I mean, if you, you can't identify the Donald Trump. There are other were, ways of saying right? it. And the thing is, yes, Hillary Clinton got a lot of trouble for saying their basket of deplorables. And then four years later, they stormed the castle, the Capitol, um, led to the deaths of five police officers and uh, put their feet on Nancy Pelosi's desk. But no, they're good people. There's good people on both sides. Who said that? Oh, it was Donald Trump talking about a bunch of white supremacists. So some people, are, he's he's been in court fighting for one of his other court cases to be postponed until after the election because he's too busy. Mm. He's too busy to be charged with a crime. Um, so, I mean, it won't make any difference. His poll numbers will go up. His fundraising will go up. But it is something called justice. Yeah, I still think, I think uh, America is post-justice right now. <laughs> but if justice happens, it will just yet again fuel the people who consider justice to be an injustice. Yeah. It's clever, it's, isn't it? Well, I mean, I I honestly thought the cleverest thing that happened during the whole Trump thing was making the press seem like they're the bad guys. Therefore, if the press say anything bad about you, you go, well, fake media, fake news, whatever. It goes deeper than that. It's really clever. I'm really impressed by how they've pretty, done it. What's great is there's about six people running against him. But they know that they can't alienate the base that likes Trump because Trump has. Oh. Oh. Think that he might be here. 
He can smell shit. See, that's the reason we're getting the doorbell is because we can't hear the door knock. <laughs> I think it's here. I think if you're delivering a ring doorbell, you have to not expect an answer. Hold. Okay, hold. Meanwhile, I just go through the hold. documents again. Stay there. <clears throat> so, meanwhile, while Eric is going to um, visit the dog, let's just take another look at our friend's nitrogen, which is around 72% of the... Uh, 78%, 78% of the um, of the atmosphere. They're triple bonded, they're covalent bonds, they share the electrons, and they share them nicely. There's no way that you can spin this that would make it uh, less symmetrical. Same thing really happens with oxygen, even though it's only a carbon, uh, a double bond. Uh, you've got uh, covalent sharing of the double bond there. But then it really is when you get into the carbon dioxide. With the difference in electronegativity, that's why the electrons are out there. The same thing happens with uh, water. The hydrogen can't hold on to the electrons as much as the oxygen, and that's where you get the hydrogen bond. Anyway, Eric's back. I feel like after saying that, I should do something like, this video is sponsored by Brilliant, the online learning... <laughs> we should get... We've done some science. How can they sponsor every other science video? Um, I, I don't know if I can keep tracking the delivery guy, because now he's just showing up outside my house. Should I have invited him in for a cup of tea? Is he? Are you trying to track him after he's delivered the parcel? Well, how long will it let me? I want to see where he goes next. That's weird. I feel like that's... So, so yeah, parcel's here. Should we do an unboxing quickly? Yeah, let's do a ring doorbell unboxing. This Can we get sponsorship? We've just done a science video. I'm going to see if brilliant.org want to do it. So we got the door mounting. Look, we got the wedge. Look at the this size the of that box for that package. There's more. Oh, good. That's the chime. How many ring doorbell things have you bought? Well, and this is the actual doorbell. Nice. Do you, I know it's too late to... This, more importantly, is the box. Look at that box. Unboxing. That is a good box. Nice box. Yeah. I mean, the quick release mechanism is nice. Have you shown off your address there? No, I've covered it. Good. Going to say... Don't have to go through and blur that in post. Yeah, it's, they're good boxes with an easy release, but the stickiness when you pull the tapey <laughs> bit off. Oh, there's no tape. Did you not there's just, no tape on this one. Did you not pull the. Oh. No, it was just the cardboard separated. This is a perforated perforated box. Okay. I don't have it. It's an M3, it's that. a classic. I could. I'm totally like a ventriloquist. Now. Hold on. Hi there. How are you? So How hello. did the box talk? I don't know. Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems with me, Stephen Allen, and a box. Hello. Oh, good to see you again. <laughs> How do we not have a BAFTA? I don't know. Well, they couldn't deliver it to you for a start if they tried. Now, I wouldn't have answered. Ding dong, motherfucker. <laughs> There's a meme. Surely that's got to be clipped as a gif, isn't it? <laughs> oh, dear. So, oh, um, I think we're done. Look at that. Yeah, done. Perfect. I just missed it by that much. We nearly got it. But the dog didn't bark because he was so stealthy. He was Boy. listening to the show. He was learning about covalent bonding in diatomic molecules. Yeah. Yeah. There is, it's harder to show, I could have done the same diagram with H2O, because again, you've got that weird kind of bond, 
uh, that shape, that V shape. But the methane one, it's pyramidal. You've got the the carbon in the middle and the hydrogens around the corners. It's very difficult to draw that. You have to do like lines shading in what goes further into the page. Mm -hmm. it's very difficult. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. I think that's the only reason know. we didn't do it. We should we can get CGI on it. I'm struggling to open a box. I'm never going to understand <laughs> that. Um, right. Is this our last show of the summer? Uh, have a look. I don't know. When. I'm gone next week. Oh, you're gone next so week. So. We, we may be this. We will be back. Um, you can see Steve and I at various things in live gigs. You can see Steve at the Edinburgh Fringe. Yeah. Um, losing his mind, I'm guessing. Should have been the name of the show. God, actually, it should have been the name of the show. <laughs> <laughs> The show all about Alzheimer's. Could you imagine if the show was called Losing My Mind? It's already the title's a bit too spicy, but uh, yeah. I like a spicy title. Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. Um, well, um, I, I don't know if I'm plugging it, but keep an eye out. I'll probably tweet about it. There's an article that I've got coming out in The Spectator talking about my, my thoughts on... Well, my thoughts on Alzheimer's have all been massively outdated by yesterday there is a drug that actually works to remove the amyloid proteins. It only buys you four months. Yeah, but it, yeah, but it's you still got the show. Yeah, four months from now I have, which is a bit pointless for, for an Edinburgh show. Right. So is your show going to be disappointed, disappointment about the fact that they've cured Alzheimer's? Which might mean I could probably get to write articles. The amount of blogs I've been having to churn out, like what happens when science cures your Edinburgh show? It's not about it. I'll write that down. Someone write that down. There's no one over there. Write that down. Good. Um. Yeah. Well, whilst and whilst you were telling me that my screen is updated, I'm no longer able to track my delivery person, but I can see the delivery photo where he put the package and he took a picture and I can see his feet and he's wearing loafers with no socks. Oh, oh. That's the kind of person that doesn't like man-made climate change. They want handmade artisanal. He doesn't have any, any fucking socks. Young people, How man. You drive like that. Young people don't wear socks. Yeah, but these are like, I can't. I'll mess. I'll send you these shoes. I'll send them to you. No, I'm all right. No, no, no you've got to see yeah. this if I've seen it. I'm probably fine. Is this coming through on right. Skype or? Uh... I, can I set? If we put it on Skype, can I? Um, can you put it on the screen? Uh, no, but if you WhatsApp, can you WhatsApp it to me? I can WhatsApp it. This is we're going we're to end the show on this. This is important. It doesn't show my address either. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Here we go. On its way. There it is. What? Oh dear. Oh dear. Just... I mean, come on. It's gonna download that and call it Ming. <laughs> I guess that's what it is. Um, here's the picture that Eric just sent. Oh, no socks. There's no need for that, is there? It's absolutely. Oh dear. Oh dear. Shouldn't be allowed out. Do... Probably isn't. It does have nice. It does have nice ankles, though. Mm. Yeah, it works out, but. <laughs> I'm going to keep that photo. Anyway, um, so there we go. We'll have a lovely summer. We will return in September. Keep an eye out. We'll tweet and things. Um, I think it might still be on our Twitter. Um, you can join our mailing list, which is great, although we've never sent an email. Um, <laughs> I should look at it. I should look sometime to see how many people have subscribed. Probably oh, 14,000 people. No, four. <laughs> if you want us to come back though you have to put money in Kofi now you don't <laughs> we'll no. come back even if you don't give us money yeah. sad, but true. sad but true 
Um, beautiful. Well, yeah. So, so en enjoy your summer. Um, enjoy your fringe. Yeah, thank you. Not often people say that to me. And, uh, <laughs> and um, yeah, we shall all regroup at some stage, stay in touch on social media and stuff. But until the next show or whichever comes first. Yeah. We'll see you then. Bye. Bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video. Or subscribe. Commitment. <laughs>